NFL preseason. Uh, we're going to keep on previewing this thing for the next 10 days because they're going to have to wait. The players got, got uh, one preseason game off. It is uh, now down to three. It is also a wrap. So we're going to have to wait until next Thursday when we see live football on our televisions once again. So uh, two-minute drill. Have a bunch of uh, NFL topics that we want to hit on. I'll start things off with uh, something we alluded to in the first segment, uh, J.K. Dobbins. It's great for betters. Anyone wagering on the National Football League in the preseason, I'm sure they bet on the Ravens laying three and a half against the football team. Easy, easy cover, but uh, that was fun to catch that ticket. And, it, and another easy one, 18-1-1 and one against the spread during this 20-game streak in the preseason. However, like I couldn't even really celebrate on Twitter, uh, Joe G. Mm. I, I just couldn't because I felt bad about it. So I'm like, ah, I'm torn on it. I'm a big Harbaugh fan. I think he's a top five coach in the league easily, if not better. However, if they're not going for 20 in a row, is your RB1 on the field in the meaningless preseason game? This is preseason game number four for most seasons. It's just uh, number three. Not, he's not on the field. That'll answer the yeah. question. He's not. There's just no way a, a coach would put that player on the field. It's not It's not any position. It's running back. It's the position where you step one way wrong, you get hit wrong, you right. get hurt. So Harbaugh, he, he's got to live with this now. They're probably going to be okay, but I think this is a big blow for them. You know, I think this is worse than Cam Akers going out for the Rams. I, you know, this kid was was slated to become one of the top, you know, top 10 backs in the league, and he was going to be their bell cow for as much as they would give him the football. I think it's a really big loss for the Ravens. and. I, I rarely say this about a running back, but I do think this impacts how good the 2021 20, Ravens could be. It's a big loss. Yeah, I mean, I agree, especially with that running back position. It's already tough enough. Like, why have him out there in a game like you're just trying to prove to yourself that you can keep winning preseason games? It's ridiculous. It's devastating, and I feel horrible for J.K. Dobbins. You know, having Lamar Jackson increases the value of any running back. They also don't have a lot of depth at that position i think earlier in the summer they brought in todd Gurley. obviously he's not the same but maybe they give him a call you know oh i think we are all hoping to see this as a one-two punch um with dobbins and gus edwards but now we won't be seeing that but i think there's going to be someone available at the running back position that they can add in terms of depth um but you know i just think it's unfortunate that they had him out there i don't completely downgrade the ravens i think they're going to be okay um but yeah, big blow and kind of stupid on Harbaugh's. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Not not good. And five point favorites week one in oh in uh, I was at Oakland in Las Vegas against the Raiders. That right. was one when I first saw. We we talked about this show a few weeks ago. That that was one I thought was a tricky first line first game for Baltimore. They're obviously the better team, but mm -hmm. this will impact them. So I, I think it's a big loss for the Ravens and one that we're going to feel throughout the season. It it, it I, I do want to add though. Um, I agree with your sentiment about Dobbins, how it is impactful. And in most scenarios, I'm not going to say that about a running back. And I don't have him as like a top three guy that you would say, oh, that's really going to hurt a team. But it's worth noting six yards per rush as a rookie. I mean, that's second best we've seen out of a rookie in the last 20 years. I mean, that that's what Dobbins was doing. Gus Edwards, um, he was up there too. So you might want to credit their offensive line fifth highest yards per rush since 2019 in the NFL mm. and uh, PFF gives them a run grade fifth best in the NFL. So maybe they'll be okay with Gus Edwards and justice Hill, but uh, it, it feels like this could hurt them in a very tough division. 
Yeah, it, yeah, it, because I think a lot of us thought Dobbins was going to have a breakout year. He was really, really good mm-hmm. last year, as you just pointed out. But the flip side of that, I think, Aaron, you mentioned it, that Lamar makes these running backs better. If all these running backs are running for five yards of carry, they're not all elite players. The reason is Lamar is so dangerous that defense is on the mm-hmm. read option. They're like, who's going to get the ball? And it kind of gives them a first step. So I do think the Ravens are still be okay, but yeah. this is impactful. I heard you guys in the first segment talking about San Francisco, this dual quarterback system that Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan might run now. You know, 49ers, seven and a half point favorites at the Lions week one. Uh, any trepidation on picking San Francisco now because there's some uncertainty at the quarterback position? I'm, there's no way in my mind they're going to lose this football game. Now, could this be an interesting game in the fourth quarter? Could this be a little bit of a game more than you thought it was when you first saw Niners-Lions? It could. I mean, isn't it obvious that 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 Shanahan thinks his team's so good he can experiment in the middle of a game? Like, that's that's what this tells me, that he thinks they're good enough that I could do this. Like, I could be the Sean Payton of the NFC West. I'm going to play two quarterbacks and, and all this stuff. It's bold. I trust Shanahan, though. I, I do. I, I I think this – whatever he does, I'm at the point offensively, Joe, with Shanahan, I trust him. I feel more- I have the same thing. For yeah. my notes, I wrote, in Kyle Shanahan, we trust. I mean, it seems bizarre. It's risky. Maybe even a little arrogant, but I like it. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, Yeah, the arrogance is there, and it's kind of – deserved I, I i know he's uh a lot of people criticized him a few years ago in a uh, particular loss in a super bowl but uh, i don't know that he should catch all that heat in that one i i would look more to the head coach there uh with the falcons but i'm more confident i'm more confident that they're going to switch things up against this lions defense paul Aspen uh mentioned to us earlier he's like potential teaser leg i'm like potential this is going to be in every teaser in the world. Everyone's going to have San Francisco going through the seven, through the three. You're just asking for a victory out of the Niners against the Lions. And there it's going to be either the most popular or second most popular survivor pool play. Not, not sure if it'll be the most popular because they, they are on the road. And some people tend to try to stay away from those uh, sorts of games. And maybe they want to save San Francisco for later on in the season. But, uh, man, this is a lock. If you're putting together any sort of a teaser, it's going to have the San Francisco 49ers in it, and it should. Speaking of quarterback conundrums, Bill Belichick, you know, he says he's got a lot of decisions to make. Mac Jones closes the preseason strong. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, may he take do a little something similar as Kyle Shanahan and use Cam Newton uh, and Mac Jones in similar ways. Mac Jones completed passes of 29, 19, 27, and 30 yards while going 10 of 14 for 156 yards, um, 131.8 passer rating. Now, his biggest issue was he did take four sacks, uh, but he said he, you know, kind of held on to the ball a little bit too long. So, over the three preseason games, I like what I saw from Mac Jones. I feel like we've got an issue there in New England as well. I loved what I saw to Mac Jones. I know it wasn't perfect, but he looks, and I know the whole idea of he was ready coming out of the draft. That's what he was. He was the most, maybe the most ready quarterback, him and Lawrence coming out of college because they played so much. But I saw a guy that's ready. And and I I would have no issue. In fact, as someone who likes the Patriots this year to go to the playoffs, to, to be a playoff team, to go over their win total, I have no issue if Mac Jones start the, starts the season. I, I think they can win with him right now. No, I think they're going to win a Super Bowl with him as a rookie. No, but I think they can win football games starting in week one against Miami. Uh, Joe, it's not going to surprise me at all 
if Bill Belichick names Mac Jones a starter and just goes with it. I mean, it just feels like they drafted a ready-to-play quarterback. It feels like a coin flip uh, decision. And I know the Belichick comment there made the headlines. But the uh, reporter was asking about, obviously, the quarterback position. I thought Belichick's answer was about anything but the quarterback position. Like we have a, we have a, that, that was his way to not answer mm. it. Um, well, we have a lot of decisions to make. Like it's not just the quarterback. Cause I don't want to talk about the quarterback, even though you want to keep asking about the quarterback. I will say, um, even though cam had that interception, that was a great play by the linebacker, just a terrific play. I don't think cam has done anything to lose the job. It, it's not a way that I would handle it, but it is how a lot of coaches look at it. And when you stack up their numbers side by side, the uh, the yards, rather the yeah yards per attempt, it's almost identical. Completion percentage, almost identical. Mac Jones, 69%. Cam, 67%. Uh, points per drive, nearly the same. So I could see him going with the veteran to start the year. I don't, I don't think it's going to be a San Francisco scenario where, where you're going in and out, swapping them. Uh, and Mac Jones will play the majority of the snaps this season, this season barring health. But uh, I still think your week one starter is Cam Newton. Yeah, it's going to be strategic by Belichick and when he does this, because that, I think their schedule is pretty fair, pretty easy, actually, early. So whoever he puts in could have early success. And it's like, all right, when do you make that switch if you want to switch to Mac Jones? So the quarterback scenarios – Everywhere is what we're watching, and the Patriots here uh, getting three uh, our three point favorites uh, at home against the Dolphins week one. All right, let, let's talk about quarterbacks because something happened over the weekend. All right, I'm going to give you my read on the Eagles trading for Gardner Minshew. I'm obviously here talking about this, but I yep. I want both of your perspectives just because an outside perspective. Here's my read on it: Howie Roseman, the Eagles general manager, is addicted to quarterbacks. Like he just he wants to have as many solid quarterbacks as possible. I think that is the most impetus is he got a decent quarterback for a sixth round pick, maybe a fifth. If he plays, you know, a decent amount of snaps this year, because Hertz gets hurt or whatever. I think it's insurance, but I also do not rule out. And, and I, I just don't rule this out with the Eagles that if they could pull off a trade for Deshaun Watson, if that, if that situation plays itself out, and he is, he is, <laughs> hey, you're going deep on this one. Yeah. Like, this is what the Eagles do. If they can get Watson, Jalen Hurts is going to be part of the deal. So you know what they want? They want a quarterback to get them through wow. the suspension. They don't want to go 0-8 with Joe Flacco. They want someone else to, to have here in just in case. I don't think right. it's going to happen. I don't even want it to happen as someone in Philadelphia talks about this. I, I want nothing to do with Deshaun Watson. But I do think the Eagles are interested. I think that's uh, kind of the secondary reason behind this. Aaron, what do you think? I mean, for me, the Minshew trade, all I could think about is it isn't the biggest vote of confidence for Jalen Hurts. Um, I mean, should he get the opportunity? I just think it's interesting that maybe they see something that we don't know about and that perhaps they think he's going to struggle early on and lose the job and they want someone that they know can kind of manage the game and not lose them games, but not necessarily win them either. But that's kind of what you get with Minshew. I'm jealous. I wish I had a general manager who was obsessed with the quarterback position and adding and adding and adding and, and making it a strength, the, the, having a good QB2 as an option. Like, no, we're not entering the season with Joe Flacco. Minshew's available. They're not going to start him no matter what they say. You can get him for a conditional six-round pick. Done. Let's go. So our season isn't over if Hertz goes down to some sort of uh, an injury. And, and they've compiled all these first-rounders for next year. You know one of them 
is going to be used on a quarterback unless Hertz is like a top 10, 12 guy this season. So I, I thought it was, I like the move. I like the move, even though, you know, we can't make fun of Joe Flacco anymore now. We can't make fun of Nick Mullins. Where's he going to go? He's gone, he right? Got, he's out. <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was terrible in the preseason. <laughs> this is so obsessed Philadelphia is with quarterback. Mullins, Mullins threw an interception. People were like, cut him now. Get him out. Get a new third quarterback. And they wouldn't trade for, they wouldn't trade for a guy that, that has started games. It's amazing. Uh, so much going on. That was our two-minute warning on this two-minute drill on this a Monday morning. I'll get that right eventually. Joe Strasky, Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BetQL Daily. We're going to debut a new segment next. It's going to be fun. Off the board. Don't go anywhere. Uh, keep it locked. This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.